0: Hello, and welcome to Movement, the weekly podcast for South Aussie Baptists to listen and imagine together. Each fortnight, we interview a leader from within our movement and then ask them to share one of their recent sermons with us the following week.
1: Welcome back to what will be our last podcast episode for 2021. I'm here with Melinda, and we're just excited to spend one last time together chatting to you and with some others from across our office and the ministry team here um, to share with you some of the things that have been going on. But we just want to acknowledge in ourselves and in you, tiredness uh, as we finish this year, tiredness from the season that's been, uh, some of the pressures and compression in our churches in ministry and mission. Uh, We recognize that normally this time of year is tiring because of the extra things we put on. But our sense is that, that everyone that we speak to has a layer of tiredness. And we just want to let you know that our team is always praying for you Uh, here in the office and we're praying for you in this Christmas season both for a great season of celebration uh, of King Jesus coming but also for the events and gatherings that you might have together Uh, and we're praying for you for rest too.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of us are coming to the end of this year recognizing that the the sort of constant uncertainty and changing nature of of what we're living through at the moment, just, yeah, it can be exhausting. And the great news is that we have a Jesus who mm. says, come to me or you who we're in burden, that, you know, we actually do find genuine rest, not in kind of, not in the change of circumstances, but in the midst of our circumstances. So that's our prayer for you, that you might find uh, rest over this, this summer season.
1: We're also excited to continue our journey of stories together, and Melinda, you want to talk a little bit about stories?
2: Yeah, I think that's really what this podcast is about, so it's telling the stories of our movement. We've called it, you know, Movement and Listening and Imagining Together, but it's been so good to hear different stories from our team, from people in our churches, and we hope that you've enjoyed their stories, but I also hope that it inspires you to think about the power of story, whether it is the big story of King Jesus and what God has been doing in the world since the beginning of creation uh, and moving towards the new creation, the story that we're all caught up in, the gospel, the good news but our stories within that um, where we get to share how that works out in practice and what that looks like and I've actually been a bit bit excited this year um, with some of the stories from our history so um, probably many people who listen to podcasts, maybe there isn't a great overlap with our historical society but we actually have a Baptist Historical Society and a group of people who have been reading and researching and are actually writing a history of our movement Um, and some of the stories of some of those people are just incredible, You know, amazing stories of people like Silas Mead, there's a book about him coming out. who was a pastor of Flinders Street back in the 1800s and we believe planted over 40 or 50 different Baptist churches in South Australia, which is just incredible. But then like his daughters, each of them have these amazing stories. They were young women who were involved in the suffragette movement and the founding of CE in South Australia. And one of them was like one of the first doctors in Australia. And one of them, um, you know, wrote children's books and another one founded Child Protection Society and aged care homes. And just these people who Knowing Jesus and living out their faith in practice led them to do all kinds of amazing things. And those stories inspire me and maybe humble me because you think, well, what what have I done? (laughs) But actually, the encouragement of, of our podcast and of the opportunity like this is to say we all have a story. And each story is an encouragement to other people and can be a way of sharing the good news of Jesus with people who don't know him. So even as you've been listening to our stories, I hope it's inspired you to think about what are the stories in your life, in your church, in your community of how God is at work.
1: And I'm gonna spend the rest of this podcast asking a few people that I can find in our office to name some of the things that they're celebrating and excited about and highlights from this year. And also asking the question, what are we looking forward to? What are we hoping for into the future? Sounds good.
2: So Elliot, before we let you loose on asking your questions of everybody else, I think it's only fair that we ask you first. So what have your highlights of 2021 been?
1: I've got to start with the internship. I absolutely love this part of what we get to do to journey alongside our local churches and seeing 15 interns finish this year across 10 of our churches. just been a great uh, thing to celebrate. Uh, emerging leaders who are growing, learning, stretching and stepping with great courage into their future uh, has been really, really exciting. And we're really looking forward to next year uh, in 2022's internship cohort and all that that holds. And then uh, in the other part of my role, uh, it's just been a fantastic, learning journey, coming alongside churches and church leaders and hearing the stories of missional imagination and the initiatives that are happening both in the suburbs and in the regional areas. And I've absolutely loved the chances I've got to spend time over weekends, in, in meetings, even on Zoom, um, listening to the stories of what God has already been up to in those churches and, and the imagination of the people there. And uh, it's been super encouraging. And it gives me great hope for the future.
2: So you kind of already jumped into the second question there, but what are you hopeful for particularly for 2022?
1: I can't help that. My brain lives in the future and is always hopeful for what God can do. I am trusting that he wants to use the challenges and the struggles, the learnings, the things that have been revealed and exposed for good in us and and through us. It's been great to see the creativity and interesting ways that people have journeyed with the challenges in front of us. And we're holding this middle ground of tiredness and anticipation for what God might do. But I'm really excited for what might happen next year as churches see this as an opportunity to step into maybe a slightly different future than they imagined because of the last two years. And that's really exciting to me. I'm now sitting down with Mary, our amazing youth facilitator. Uh, And Mary, I'm keen to ask you, what are you uh, thankful for and what have you been celebrating? What are the highlights of this year?
3: Yeah, um, for me, any year really, the highlight is Easter camp. And after having a year off, it was brilliant to be back on deck with camp again this year. And a big celebration coming out of that was just the number of baptisms that we saw after that, not just in the months following, but kind of throughout the year and hearing reports from pastors and even from some parents talking about the impact that camp had on their young people's lives and how that did lead to, their, to them taking the step to be baptised. And that's just that's all that we hope for, is that people take deeper steps into their faith and do things like you know, step into baptism and, and more serious parts of their faith journey. So that's a big celebration for me. Yeah.
1: That's awesome to hear about and celebrate. I also want to ask you, what are you looking forward to? What are you hopeful for in 2022?
3: Yeah, I'm really hopeful that we can just see each other more, and see our leaders and our youth groups more at different events. We're planning a few new things, and that is something that I'm really keen so just looking into yeah, being together more, and, and resourcing people uh, in a new way in this new season that we're entering into coming out of COVID, so yeah.
1: Now, I'm here with Scott Berry, and we heard from Scott just a couple of episodes ago uh, on the podcast. And we want to hear from you, Scott, highlights, celebrations, things you want to take note of and share with us that have been happening in the movement this year.
4: I've been really excited to get around and meet some people in the other churches. I was able to see BYG and go along to that. And that was exciting to see a number of young people responding to Jesus and deciding that they want to follow him with their whole heart. I spoke to one girl from our youth group that... um, responded at that and that was yeah, again really exciting to see and hear a clear gospel message explained from Benito and that was great but just also catching that in a whole range of different Baptist churches there are things going on there are young people coming to faith there are young people getting serious about their faith also met with some of the the kids uh, team workers and just sort of hearing what's going on there uh, for the really young ones uh, and the you know primary school ages and the different types of ways that churches are seeking to reach out to their local communities is always just really encouraging to see. I know that for uh, myself and Jason Howitt from Unley Park Baptist and Chelsea Russick from Trinity, uh, we've been able to go into our local school and uh, share a, a gospel message for, for Christmas and explain a bit of what the Christmas story is. And then also just been really encouraged to hear uh, both at our church and at others where people have been uh, getting baptised. And, yeah, again, often as a result of Easter camp, where young people have yeah, decided to own their own faith and, and as a result of that follow Jesus into the waters of baptism in that step of obedience. So that's been really exciting to hear all about that. <laughs>
1: Now I'm sitting down with Mike Bartlett. Mike, I'm keen to ask you the question I've been asking others around the office and that is what is what are the highlights and celebrations for you from this year?
0: Yeah, thanks for the question. I've really enjoyed stepping into this role with oversight for accreditation. It's been a real gift to journey alongside our pastors who are in the midst of accredited ministry formation, so folks who are on their way to getting accredited and ordained as leaders of their local community from From all sorts of different types of expressions of our, of our Baptist families. And so that's been been a real joy to see the diversity and also just the different sort of characters that are drawn to leadership in our movement. It's been a good thing.
1: It's good to hear, mate. And I'm keen to ask you another question. As we finish up
0: 2021, what are you looking
1: forward to? What are you hopeful for into
0: 2022? Yeah, I mean, in sort of, you know, coming... I mean, I wouldn't say that we're out of the season of COVID yet. You know, I'm sure there's some more twists and turns to the pandemic, but it's exciting to see that in the midst of unknown times and even in the midst of not knowing what's ahead of us, God is still very much at work amongst us and even in new ways. And so we've got a handful of churches at the moment who are in the process of appointing new pastors and, and a bunch of those are those pastors are coming from interstate. And so as pertains to my role, a number of those pastors will be joining us in, in the process of accreditation. And I look forward to sort of obviously getting to know them, but also just uh, I'm sure coming to an understanding of, of the new kind of perspective that they might bring to our movement um, from from, from interstate, obviously. And uh, I think it'd be great to have sort of some, some, some fresh voices, people that we don't know. Yeah, it'd be good for all of us to, to sort of include them in, in what God's up to amongst us.
1: Now I'm here with Mark Sanders, who's been in the role close to 11 weeks now. And it's been great to have Mark as part of the team. Mark, I've been asking everyone this question. What are the, the highlights and celebrations from this year for you?
5: Yeah, thanks, Elliot. That's a good question. I, I, obviously, for me, there's been these two parts to my year, and there's been a big chunk of it was uh, fulfilling my role at Hills Baptist, and then has been starting out in a brand new role. But I'll speak, I'll speak about the new role, because that's, that's what I'm in now. It's been really exciting for me to go from, as a pastor, you're so focused on one on your church. You're focused on what's happening in that that context and that sort of occupies your thinking and your focus and your attention. Certainly did for me. So it's just been really exciting for me to visit new churches, meet with different leadership teams, meet with some pastors and just get this broader perspective on not what so much what people are doing but what God is doing in our movement in often very different kind of contexts. So visiting large churches, small churches, in a whole range of different kind of settings and situations. And so that's been the the highlight for me this year in starting out a new role is just to have that opportunity to think widely, look widely and play a role in a range of different contexts. And, uh, and in that, yeah, just seeing that God is at work. And sometimes in really small churches compared to the larger church that I've led, sometimes in difficult circumstances and generally in unexpected ways. Mm. God is at work, and that's what gives me great hope and excitement for the future. But also, in addition to that, seeing that there's so many faithful people Mm. serving churches and and using gifts and giving their time and people who just have a heart for their church and for their community – and for the mission of God. And so when you've got, I guess, those three things, a heart for community, a heart for the church, and a heart for the mission of God, then, yeah, that's really exciting to see. Mark, you mentioned
1: hope and excitement for the future. As you look ahead into 2022, uh, what are you hopeful for? What are you looking forward to?
5: Yeah, that's a great question. Probably one of the things I'm most looking forward to is in the area of church planting, and so you and I, Elliot, are, are now working in this space where we're trying to perhaps re envisage, reshape, think about how we can raise the temperature for church planting in our state. And that's not just about a church plant that looks, you know, in one particular size or shape, but church planting that takes all different kinds of forms, models, and approaches. And we've got growing population areas in South Australia. We've also got well-established areas where there is a lack of church presence or gospel-preaching church presence. And so I would love to see us start to really move in that area. And then for existing churches, coming out of the season that we've been in, like we've been in this season, and I spoke about this at Assembly, the recent Assembly, a season where people have had to pull back a little bit, survive, get through, and... I know we're not out of that yet, but we're, we're hopefully starting to come out of that or at least adapt to it. And so I would love to think, well, what's the next season? Maybe not post-COVID, but living with COVID and coming out of it when churches can perhaps rediscover fresh mission, fresh vision, re-understand what it means to be church to their community. And so I think there's going to be a coming space where churches lift up their eyes and look look out again and think, hey, we can let's do some new stuff. And I think we're coming into that and we'll we'll do so in the next 12 months. And that's a really exciting thing to be part of uh, the movement in my role in that coming season. I've managed to
1: grab Melinda and have a conversation with her now. And I'm keen to hear from you, Melinda, about the highlights and celebrations for you from this year.
2: Yes, yeah, so I think for me personally, it's just been a really a real privilege to step into this role and find my feet uh, and get to connect with people across our movement and what God is doing. There's obviously been a lot of changes in our team, and I'm really excited to see how God has raised up and brought the right people in to, to join us to serve in so many different areas of ministry. And so looking forward to how we can continue to collaborate well together as a team, but particularly how we can connect Uh, with churches on Into the Future and and support and encourage what they are doing in those particular areas. And I think that's the, the thing that excites me most of what I've seen this year is what's happening in our movement of local churches. That's who we are. We are a movement of local churches and our local churches are different to each other. And seeing some of those stories... Grounded in local communities, so we've had a couple of churches explore joining in a church join our, our movement this year, and we're growing movement, particularly with churches from different ethnic backgrounds, so churches made up of people from Chin State, Myanmar. It's been so wonderful to see them on the journey of becoming a part of us, and as they join us, changing us as mm. we learn and grow and adapt and become a different-looking um, community than we have been before. It's been really encouraging, despite all the challenges of this year, to see churches persisting through COVID, through the ups and downs. You know, if you look back over this year, we've had lockdowns, we've had changing restrictions, we've had questions about all kinds of things. And it's been something that church leaders and pastors have had to manage. And yet I think we've managed it well by keeping our focus on who we are and what we're on about, and that is... Who Jesus is and how we can best honour him and make him known, even within the context of those challenges and limitations. And really the most exciting thing is seeing churches living out and reaching out into their local communities, inviting people into opportunities to encounter King Jesus, uh, opportunities to be loved and cared for and served in really practical ways from like simple acts of kindness to, you know, the communities, businesses or people who live in their neighborhood, their local neighborhood, you know, through to kind of big events and programs that people put on and everything in between. Yeah, that's that's probably my highlights of what I've seen.
1: Uh, We're all looking forward to having uh, a Christmas rest and celebration. And then we're looking forward to 2022. What are you hopeful for in the new year?
2: Yeah, I think we've been saying for a while across our movement of churches that we're kind of you know we're primed we're in a good place that we have good relationships with one another we have um, a good sense of identity and who we are and a really strong sense of mission and purpose we know what we're called to and yet the challenge is ever before us to live that out in practice the last couple of years have brought unique challenges with COVID and you know all the implications of that working themselves out across our communities so I'm really hopeful for next year that we will it, it, it sounds really obvious but that we will continue to see people come to know Jesus we'll continue to see churches thinking about how they can plant other churches or grow in their local communities find new ways of connecting get involved in what God is up to yeah all those kind of things I think I'm also looking forward to where our movement is at in terms of our board and our partnerships with other agencies and organizations across our wider baptist family nationally there's definitely a sense that we're in a season of sowing and investment you know that god has richly blessed us how can we use the resources that we've been given to invest into you know what god is up to and how we might see him
1: christmas is just a couple of weeks away melinda and i'm wondering if you've got something you've been thinking about in this christmas season
2: yeah, I think I'm drawn again to the wonder of the incarnation, the the fact that God would choose to take on human skin and enter into our world and live in the, you know, the dust and the dirt and the, you know, the, the groundedness of our reality is really amazing. I saw a, a picture this week of the nativity, you know, the birth of Jesus, Mary and Joseph, but it was actually a picture of Mary and Labor and you know, it was so confronting and raw and so different to what we usually do, which was we kind of paint these pictures that are very sanitized and very, you know, almost otherworldly as, as if Jesus entering to this world didn't come with all the mess and the, the reality and the dirt and the dust of what living in this world looks like. And so to think about the wonder of that, that we have a savior, a king who understands what it's like to be human because he is human, but even, I guess more than that, embraces what it means to be human and says that our humanity is valued and is part of the story of God and is something that God has gifted us with for all eternity. That's getting into the Easter story and resurrection but you know you can't really separate one from the other. So I think as we celebrate Christmas this year yeah I'm really encouraged and I guess would encourage other people to just stop and marvel again at the wonder of the incarnation and the invitation that that is for us to both accept you know the embrace of of God in our midst um, and to live out that in you know in our relationships with one another
1: thank you so much for listening to our podcast this year we're excited about 2022 melinda what are we thinking about for next year in the podcast
2: yeah so we are really keen to get some stories from out in our churches because that's who we are we're a movement of local churches and our team here really exists to champion those local churches so we had a couple of guests this year but we'd love to get more guests and get some ideas for guests who can come on and tell us about what jesus is doing in and through their local church in their local community And we're
1: hopeful to hear from you. If you're a regular listener, we would love for you to get in touch with us and let us know what you would love to hear more of, what sort of stories you'd like to hear from across our movement. Thanks again for listening to us, and we hope you have a great Christmas.
2: Yes, we'll be back next year. Uh, We think we might be back earlier next year, maybe not every week, but as regularly as we can, and we hope that you'll join us. But till then, have a wonderful Christmas celebrating the miracle of Jesus' birth.
0: Thanks for listening to Movement Today. If you enjoyed this show, then please take a second to give us five stars, tap subscribe, and tell a friend. We are available wherever you get your pods. Season two of Movement is hosted and produced by the team at Baptist Churches of SA. We'll be back next week with a sermon from today's guest.